Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Nobody throws a dwarf. Hello, good morning. Welcome to Baradian Cook with myself, Smarty, and I'm joined today by a, a kind of a half voiceless gilly. Got a bit too excited yesterday, would you say, mate? Yeah, um, a bit. We're going to fly through the um, victory at Ellen Road versus Bristol City. So grab a brew and we'll see you in two. Hi, this is Don Matteo and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> I like you look like fucking Brolin, you're a leader in bastard. Like some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. <laughs> you tensel player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit right, dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. Ah, oh, nothing spectacular. However, it wasn't half bad, was it? Yesterday, another win on the fucking record for us. How are you getting on? How's your voice this morning? Uh, I think I'm just about there, hoping I get through it. Um, I, I don't know if you remember it. I think it was a, an advert for the union, and um, there used to be a, a an ant that was trying to get past a, a big animal, a hippo or something like that, and it'd come over and it'd go, "Excuse me, excuse me," and then in the end, they shouted, "Get out of the way!" and it jumps out. It might have been a bear. I don't know what it was, but I felt very much like that. And I was getting into <laughs> arguments with Bryn and Gaz, and I was getting really angry. And I could only just hear myself squeaking, and it just wasn't right. <laughs> you can't, you can't be squeaking and arguing. <laughs> so to give people a little bit of context, we got to the peacock after the game last night, and um, we, we found each other. You know, staring yeah. across across the abyss, and we found <laughs> each other. Um, well, you, there's there's quite a decent group of us that meet up after the games and stuff at peacock. So I got there, and all of a sudden, they just started squeaking at me. I went, "What's happened to you?" <laughs> and I, by me oh, squeak, like it was literally there was n- literally nothing there. So I said to him, are you going to be right for Baradian Coke tomorrow? Because you might have to get out some sort of like whiteboard and start writing and communicating via, via text rather than speech. Um, so how do you think the game went, mate? Um, on balance, I think um, I think we had more than enough of the game um, to get the result we wanted. Um, I think there were... 
Um, we went out for a curry afterwards. Uh, I don't often have uh, a few beers at football. I'm normally driving, so uh, but uh, we were out for a few beers afterwards. And um, so uh, half time, um, Bren and I went downstairs to get some beers lined up, and I was in the queue uh, underneath the cheese. And somebody turned around to me, and I was behind the telly that's closest to the the bar. Somebody said it, they've scored. I'm like, no, the cat are done. I, I came down at like 45 minutes, and that was five minutes ago. Mean? It must be done by now. What do you mean they've scored? And 45 plus seven minutes they've scored, and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, but we had everything. Um, mm. I'll, I'll be honest, I thought they were one of the better sides that we faced so far this season. Um, mm. I, I, they, they at least tried to play football. Um, and when we identified that they tried to play football, I said, well, I'm confident the three points now because anybody doing that against us, uh, we seem to fare better. Um, and that was the way. I don't think they had much of the game. I don't think they posed us too many problems. Oh, he may have gone there. I think we might have lost him. Are you there? Are you there? Hello. Are you coming back? Oh, you are. <laughs> We lost you for a second there, and I'm like, oh, oh, is he right, gone? Okay. Is it me? Is it you? Lost, no, um, lost yeah, you. I'm, I'm, just, just saying, I'm, I'm, on balance, I think that we did enough to get the three points, uh, and, and the were, yeah. it were a deserved win. Yeah, I agree. Um, in the first kind of ten minutes, when they were, they were, they were, they passed the ball around really, really well, and they were putting us under a fair bit of pressure, and I was quite impressed by it, to be, to be honest. And I, I, but in the back of my mind, I always thought the teams that do, like you already alluded to, the teams that do kind of take it to us and try and, you know, play a decent football and try and actually go toe-to-toe with us, we seem to always get the better of. And obviously, you know, after a short while, we went 1-0 up. A nice, a tidy little effort from Mr. Dan James. But yeah, I mean... It's a difficult one because, like you said, they were, they were very good in the first, maybe even 10, 15 minutes. And then they started to, like we see, you know, teams, you know, they read themselves up for the first 10, 15 minutes or whatever. And then they seemed to die off a little bit. But they defended really, really well. They had kind of a back five with a, a bank of three sat in front of them. And they were, we, we found it quite hard at, at times to obviously break them down and, and get something through. But... Get something through. We did. Dan James slots a nice little left-footed beast through uh, through a group of bodies. Um, if how do you think Dan James felt today? Because I would have bit. Um, mm, I would have probably rather have started Anthony, but you can't really knock Dan James's effort, and and, and he does he does cause a lot of damage, and he does a lot of you know needless running around to be honest that's that's kind of what you want that kind of no well it is isn't it obviously you know you've got people running off balls if you've got one eye on dan james he's going oh shit he's going here and everywhere it's an option isn't it you know you want you want someone that's as energetic as him doing a lot of the dead work a lot of the donkey work yeah so i think i think that is fair he does, he does get through a lot of effort i think if you look at his his stats his outputs at a good level um i think he is one of those real frustrating players um, that looks like uh, he should be more effective than he is. Um, you know, he got his, he's got his goal. I, he did take it quite well. It was a difficult finish, and it was through um, several bodies, as he said. Yeah. Um, and, and and you know, I, when I was looking at the lineup, to be fair, we were trying to work out what what the actual formation was going to be in the Peacock before the the game when we saw the when we saw the players that had been picked. Um, yeah. It wasn't immediately obvious, and we were like, well, "Are we going to three at the back? Is it going to be?" 
Byron, uh, that were my initial thoughts, as, actually. As one of the three centre-backs uh, and, mm. and um, playing with wing-backs. Uh, you know, what we're doing here is Ampadu going to slot in at the back. Uh, and it, it was it was unclear, really. Um, and, and you're looking at that and thinking, well, if we're going to play a wing-back, then that's probably Dan James's. He's probably going to excel at that because he works hard enough for it and he's going to have a bit more room to run in. Yeah. And other players can help him out while he's running in. He loves the tackle as well, doesn't he? And he does love the tackle. You know, and that you cannot fault his effort. That's one thing that you never can do. His quality on the ball is suspect at times and, and um, his ability to make the right decisions at the right times is also. Yeah. But you certainly can't fault his endeavour. No. I think I think overall there were quite a good um, set of performances yesterday. I can't really knock anyone. Um, the highlight for me, the best of the best, has got to be Archie Gray. And to say that he slotted in at right back and did such a bloody good job, apparently against a very very good Summit Bell. I can't remember his name. What's what's their winger's name? That apparently is absolutely fantastic. He pocketed him all all game. He was just brilliant. Really, really, really good performance from Archie Gray. I mean, it's kind of a it's kind of a given now. We're just used to saying how great he is and how fantastic yeah. he plays. But you know, again, a completely different position. I thought it was um, a completely different position, and he just excelled again. You know, showing these showing these lads at seventeen years old. You know, out to go. Unreal. Yeah. Uh, Sam Bell, I think his name is full name. Sam Bell. Um, Sam Bell. So I, I think um, th- there's a lot to be said for both fullbacks. Um, mm. Because I think you also How we're going to come at, um, Sam Byram and, and yeah, you know, Byram were um, in, in the last five minutes he's put a massive, massive block in there and, and, and stopped a, a shot that was looked it looked on target. I was in line with it. It looked on target and a clear uh, um, header off the line that, that Melier had flapped at uh, and completely missed. Did he try and punch um, it? Did he? Yeah, I think so. Um, so yeah, it was that. Um, I, I thought they did play very well. I think Archie grew into it um you know there were a couple of times where uh he didn't quite read it just right but he's 17 and he's in a new position um yeah. It, uh, so um you know that that's absolutely not me knocking him um and, and yeah to play against the person that would have been identified as their danger man ahead of the game and to be in a position where he's come out of it um having done absolutely nothing wrong at all um, it, it, it speaks volumes about him, and I've seen a lot of people go, ah, but no, so, sorry, no, not a lot of people. I've seen one person this morning go, ah, oh, he's not that good, um, and we've had better um, players. Uh, so I, I think I think we need to be realistic. I think there's always going to be detractors, whoever it is. But basically, this person was saying, well, it's not Lewis Cook. Um, it's like, but oh. just <laughs> just support him, and, and 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 you know, it doesn't matter about. Whether he's better or not than than somebody else at the same age, does it? He's, he's doing really well, um, and I, I don't think any more can be expected of him. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, much kudos for him uh, and his performance. And I think Byram on the other side uh, was uh, just as effective. Yeah, no, I thought the th- I thought the defense were really really good, apart from the header, which ended their set pieces. It's one of them. You, you're, ne- you're never going to be hundred percent against set pieces, so it is, it is what it is. Yeah. But, yeah, unfortunately, we're at half time, and I, and I turned around to one of the lads. I, I said, "It's either going to go one or two ways. This either they're going to be in the incendiary now and, and and just take it away, which I can't really see, or we're going to get his foot back into this and and, and hopefully dominate." And that's what we did. Um, we have a guy from the land down under. You'd be surprised to know that's uh, looking cheeky and looking like he's ready to go. Are you ready to go? Give us a thumbs up if you are. 
There we go. Uh, Matt's in the house. Let's bring him in and get his thoughts on the game. G'day, hey mate. Hello. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> All right. Yeah, good. Are you well? Is it warm? Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Pretty warm. At what about is it? You, what about is it? Is it Melbourne or Sydney that you are? Uh, Sydney. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very good. So, did you watch the game? Uh, yeah. Good. What time were you up in the morning to watch that then? Oh, uh, when was it? Uh, it started at 1am, so not as bad. That's not that bad then, is it? No. That's not too bad. It's better than getting up at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning like a lot of people have to do. So give us your thoughts on the game then, mate. How did you get on? Uh, I thought it was a good performance. I thought Archie Gray struggled at like the first 5-10 minutes, but then he grew into the game and absolutely did very well. Uh, Melier, I think, should catch a couple, but not really his fault. I think the corner, do you know like the corner they scored from? I don't think it's a corner. I think it, I think when he hits it, it comes off the um their player and then goes out. So I don't I don't think he hit Ampadu. I've seen the replay. Oh, you mean the initial? You know, yeah, the initial yeah. build up. Yeah, I mean, well, it's you know, there's a lot of shady decisions made by that referee yesterday, but you know, it's it's just one of the things you've got to get uh, <laughs> got to get used to. There were a couple of decent shouts for I think one a penalty and a, and a couple of very very strange tackles that were allowed to go on on uh, on challenges as well uh, yesterday. I thought I di- I don't really. Think the ref had a, an absolute howler, but again, we're just used to these fucking referees that are just just putting in these mediocre performances for us. Mm. Um, who was your man at match then? Uh, I had Dan, I had Dan James. I thought he did well on the wing, and he caused a lot of trouble. He had he had a couple of good like uh, crosses and like free kicks. He should maybe teach some of you how to pass the ball. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he held he holds. Some of you hold it for a bit too long. Like, ah, uh, yeah. We, I was going to say the same. Yeah, sometimes he just takes too many touches, doesn't he? Seems to do. Uh, seems to run himself ragged a little bit too much when he should release a ball there. Or, but then again, he's just he's a fucking great player, isn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Somerville, you know, he, he's got to be up there with one of the best teams at Championship. I've seen some stuff around um, on Twitter yesterday. There were, there were a few inclusions of Leeds players in people's best XIs of the of the Championship. Obviously, Ampadu's in there. I think um, Strikes obviously being included as well. I can't remember who the other one was. But no, we've we've got a good crop of players coming through. And like you say, in the first ten minutes, Archie Gray um, and others, you know, seem to struggle. Mm. Not necessarily struggle. Now that's that's probably a bit harsh. Seem to take a while getting sort of up to the speed. I suppose get yeah. up to speed of the pace of the game and that. Um, but all, overall, any highlights from the game that you want to talk about? Any uh, moments? Anything special that sticks in yeah. your mind? That was Dan Jay's first goal of the season, wasn't it? Was his first? Ooh. You're, you're asking first questions. Shot on target. Ooh. <laughs> that was his first was goal, right? Because I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he did score before. Yeah. You, if you're coming uh, for statistics and all that sort of stuff, you're in the wrong fucking place, my friend. I mean, it's too early Pir- for that anyway. Fucking Sunday morning. <laughs> the Piro finish, he made it look so easy. It looks like he has like no power on it. He just kind of just hits it towards like, like a pass towards the corner and it's in. That Sometimes it's effective though, isn't it? against Everton. Mm. Remember the days of Carlos ah, yeah. goal against Everton, um, yeah. when we've been on top of them as well. It reminded me of that one, um, just bending into it bottom uh, bottom corner. I mean, I mean, no one really had a bad performance. I think everyone played well. I mean, Rutter, no, I don't know how goal. he misses that shot from the two yards. Oh out, mate, we... honestly, mate, we'd be we'd be promoted already by now if Rutter could score. <laughs> No, I, I went on Don't Twitter get him after. started on Rutter. Yeah, I went Don't on Twitter started, and no one was, was talking about it on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, okay. Just everyone imagine Bamford missing that. Yeah, everyone Honestly, would go for that. Even the if the world had... would have ended if Bamford missed that chance. I mean, I saw people on Yeah, Twitter but we're used saying... to him. Go on, mate. 
people on Twitter were like, oh, he had a good performance, and no one that actually made the, like, talked about the, the, the open miss. But if Bamford did that but had a good game, everyone would complain. So I guess yeah. there's... I think... I'm not. I'm not going to start Bamford bashing because I'm not. <laughs> but he would have definitely missed that. Um, he'd have probably tried it with wrong foot as well. Or it would have made it a, probably a worse effort than than Rutter did. I mean, it, I don't think that's with, possible. With, <laughs> no, no, I definitely think it is. Um, but Bamford does not fill me with any kind of confidence at all. When I, when I saw him coming up pitch, I was like, oh, okay. You know, it's not. I wasn't buzzing about it. Oh, it didn't give me chills or exciting. You know, it was just like oh, you know, Bamford's coming. I mean, you could, you could tell he doesn't have confidence because if he had confidence, he would have tried to chip the keeper when he got the ball near the end. I was like, just dink it. I know, I know. Well, I I said that there were a glaring, um, massive open space on on the keeper's right, his left, his left foot, and mm-hmm. I thought, I'm no professional footballer. Even I'd have tried to bend it round keeper that way, but you know. Who am I to speak? But I, I hopefully Bamford's performance. Not I'm saying it were a bad performance, um, but hopefully it puts to, to bed the arguments that people or some people have been having on social media that he question mark starting place question mark fuck right off not a chance not while I have a hole in my ass does Patrick Bamford start for Leeds. <laughs> he's got a lot more work to do to work his way back into the lineup. He, he, he's you know he spent a long time out and. Um, I think you know he's not he's not match up. So I think him getting cameos in the way that he is now is letting him slowly and steadily build that sharpness up without putting any emphasis or uh, requirement on him to get the goals because he, 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 he's he's good enough to score goals at this level. We absolutely know that, but he's good enough two three years ago. Uh, and yeah. now he's he's got that fitness level to and sharpness to to re, to regain. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, he's a good he's a good player to have around the lads. Obviously, we, we've discussed this, you know, a fair few times. He's a good player to have as a, as an inclusion within the squad. But like your Coopers, like your Aliens, those are the guys that you need as backup now, rather than the people that are leading the way because they are off the pace. They, you know. It, it's it's a, it's a strange one because you kind of feel loyal to the players and you don't want to start ripping into them. I, I said I think I said towards the beginning of the season that they're at the stage now where the, the performances that they'll be putting may hamper their icon status slightly. You know the mistakes that they might be making. It kind of like I suppose muckies the water with them. I, I suppose a little bit. You know whether you think oh they were, these were great lads. You know they took us out of Championship into Premier League. They had an absolute shitter in Premier League and now they're starting to have you know kind of so-so performances in championship you kind of like instead of talking about all oh, Luke Ailey fantastic right back great servant for Leeds Liam Cooper captain fantastic it's now it's Liam Cooper and Luke <laughs> Ailey you know mm. yeah yeah thanks for all your efforts yeah I can just imagine the tweet now we know when they actually decide to leave the club or whatever it'll be like oh yeah such and such and there'll be people like yeah yeah thank fuck for that I don't want I don't ever want that for our old guard as people <clears> call them I don't I don't want that um you know apparently clicks coming back <laughs> I've heard rumours. Now, we always said that he wanted to get to two hundred. Is it hundred? The last five, like that. He wanted another another five to take it to two hundred, and it's another five right. performances. I mean, he scored another goal, didn't he? he yeah, he did. Goal, yeah, he did he? yeah. Is their season yeah. over now? Did, MLS. Did, did you see uh, his tweet about about Paddy and helping his? Oh yeah, I tweeted. I t- that was me. I tweeted at him, and he tweeted back saying, so "I hope Paddy." Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna say it. <laughs> we are tweet one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's great, but he's just he's just unreal. 
I, I genuinely love that guy. In fact, I've got the. Um, I'm going to wear. In fact, I wore it. Um, me and Luke went on uh, not another Leeds podcast on Friday night. We had a bit of a chat with. Uh, we spent an hour with them on uh, on Friday, and it was a good crack actually. If you hadn't checked out um, not another Leeds podcast. I know, obviously, you know, it's kind of a, a weird name or whatever. <laughs> just, you know, just like ours. But, you know, no, check them out. They're, they're, they're a great bunch. Really, really good. Kind of similar sort of vibes to us. But uh, I wore it on there. I, I, I love Click. I genuinely love Click. I'd get, we should have statues of him as well. Just top So you don't want him to come back then? No, I would. I would. Yeah, yeah. But but you've just been making a point about the old guard should. Yeah, but Click's good. <laughs> Click's good, though. Alien's but that not. doesn't work, does it? Because at some point, Cooper's. he's not hey, going to be good stop enough. trying to call me a fucking... Hey, <laughs> steady. <laughs> steady. Well, well, well. Don't come and, at me, And Gilly. to be fair, Cooper's still our second best centre-back. I'm not saying that Click's going to... Um, well, that's debatable. I'm not saying that Click's <laughs> going to come in and start, but I would like to see him, again, probably sit on bench and come on when we probably need him to. But I, th- I still think he could do a job. Just like I still think that Alien can do a job to a degree. I think Cooper can do a job to a degree, but not as a starter. You know, like yeah, like I, yesterday, I think, we saw him, we saw him come on later on in the game to kind of bolster our our defense. That's the yeah. sort of thing that we need to be using these players for. And mm. I think that that experience. There's a, there's a, a lot of the shit that those players were getting. The responses that I were giving back were, it's not their fault. They're still our, our our best option. The club should have done more to ensure that they weren't our best option by signing players that improved us overall. <laughs> it, you know, the amount of shit that Paddy gets, it's like, hang on a minute. It, the, the guy is trying his best. There's no getting away from that. He's doing everything that he Absolutely, can. He's physically yeah. trying his best. Every time he's on that pitch, I'm confident he's trying his best. His best wasn't good enough in the Premier League, but he was still trying his best. Mm-hmm. So you can't then criticise him for not being good enough if the only issue is that we've not signed better. <laughs> that, that's... But we have signed better. We have Rutter and we have Piro that are no, better no, no. than Bradford. When we were in the Premier League. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. No, no, totally agree, totally agree. We've totally, not signed totally players agree. that were better than him, but he's still I mean, getting all this shit. People would say Rodrigo, but even though I'd still say Bamford's a better all-round player at that time, Rodrigo would score the goals, but performance-wise, he wasn't that great. Well, I think we were better yeah. with them both on the pitch. Yeah, So he yeah. wasn't really a replacement anyway. But yeah, no, so I, uh, it, it's difficult because then you look at Ailing and in that very, very short cameo, Spence really impressed me and I wanted to see more of him and I did want him to yeah, yeah. Make, make the start and then he's immediately injured. So uh, it, it is difficult, but it, it's one of those where even if you rate your Aliens and your Coopers and so on, they can't play every game anyway because this is a long yeah. old season and I think it is important that we've got them numbers in the squad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, like I say, we, we're not going to sit here and bash him because they've, they've, they've been good servants of the club, haven't they? You know, it's just... That the whole Premier League thing, we just got the wrong players in at the at the wrong time. I mean, I mean, Rutter, when the, when we bought Rutter, I mean, we're going to do these arguments to death, aren't we? It's, you kind of start hating, hating, talking about it, but we should have bought someone who would have been more effective than Rutter when we bought him, you know, spending 29, 30 million or whatever it was. Um, we needed a proven goal scorer at that we time. Needed that someone, is exactly yeah. what we needed. Yeah, we did, and we didn't get it. Luckily, it's paid dividends now, and he's absolutely ripping it up in the in the championship. And hopefully, it gives him the confidence. Should we get promoted at some time, to crack on at Premier League? We can get enough money for him when we go back up, and we can get rid of him. Well, that's your opinion. That's fine. (laughs) That's fine, Gillian. There'll be a bargain basement. There'll be a bargain basement bucket outside Ellen Road with fucking Ailing Cooper and fucking and Bamford in it as well. If he has a great season, it benefits my club. It, it, people um, uh, like digging me out and going, ah, oh, what do you think now when I was playing well? It's like, well, 
if you're doing well. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not going to turn around and go, I'm absolutely fuming. I can't believe he's playing well. What a bastard. You know, like you said, we, we all want the best for the club, don't we? We've always got diverse opinions and, and that. And, you know, that, that's why it makes good for talking about it because people bring different opinions to the fold and we'll talk about it. Some some you'll agree with, some you won't, you know. But that that's 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 football, you know. Yeah. No, no one ever agrees with everyone all the time, do they? And that, you know, you know that, yeah. that's 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 the, that's the beauty of football. Um, what time is it over there now, Matt? Uh, uh, nine nine p.m. Nine p.m. on a Sunday. It's a school uh... night. <laughs> <laughs> should be should be in Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam's getting ready for the big day tomorrow. Right, mate. Have you got anything else to say before I let you go? Uh, not really. No, just a good performance, and we finally got two wins in a row. Yes. Finally. I was still undefeated at um, Ellen Road. Yep. Which is good. Which is good to to, uh, to to move forward. Now we've got a shitty international break. Do we play Australia on Friday? Uh, not quite sure. I think we do, you know. In which sport? There's so much going on at the minute, I can't keep Footy. Track. Football. There's, there's football. rugby union World Cup, there's cricket World Cup, there's football international break. This is it's all going on. I'm pretty I'm pretty certain we play we play Australia. <laughs> In the football on Friday. Could be. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wrong. Don't think I am. Is it a proper game or a friendly? No, it'd be friendly. Friendly. International match, England, 7.45 versus Australia. There you go. Don't know what channel. Fuck knows. Are you watching it? Uh, probably. I mean, there's nothing else on. Uh, <laughs> Who are you cheering for? <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. Right, thanks for popping on, mate, and giving you your thoughts anyway. You take it easy, mate. Cheers, Matt. Cheers. Cheers, Matt. Cheers, pal. Matt there from Sydney and the Australia. Good to have him on. It's always nice to get someone international on the podcast, isn't it? It is. It's wonderful, and uh, it never fails to amaze me the extent to as to which we get listened to across the world. It well, not just insane. that, but the, obviously the, the global attraction of Leeds United. You know, it's, it's well, just crazy, it. isn't it? But, but you've you got know, you. We're, we're helping them in that, aren't we? Well, we try. Oh, he's gone again. We've got quite a, a decent reach of people. Gilly, whenever he decides to to come back. Um, he, he's got these like little statistics and all that sort of stuff that he pulls from all the data that is, that's available via his special tools and and he tells us where where we get downloaded and where we get seen and stuff and it's literally I don't think there's many countries that we're not present in is there? No, no, I think there's, there's it's about crazy. thirty left in the world. That's just mad. Who the fuck wants to come and listen to us rambling on about Leeds United? It's just honest to god. 
Any final thoughts then? It's been quite a brief, quick show. Oh, he's, are you there? Uh, I, I can't oh, you hear are you. There. <laughs> okay. But it's, it's dropping in and out, so I don't know what's going on because it's not actually telling me that I've got an issue with Wi-Fi, which it normally does. Okay. Any final <laughs> thoughts then? Um, well, so um, I think we look at Farker and some of the comments that he's had in the media this week, and I think that we really, really needed um, at least one of those uh, forward players to score a goal. And, uh, you know, he, he's in a position where he's saying, I know my business. And I think that, that the yeah. players needed to go out and do their business on, on his behalf because um, that's a really strong market to put down in it. Is I know what I'm doing. Stop asking me yeah, questions exactly. about my lineup and who I'm playing up front because what I'm doing is what I'm doing. And uh, do you know what? Fair play. He's, he's I respect up, that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just the other bit, I don't know if you saw after the game, um, he, he was saying how at, um, at half time when they just conceded, they wanted to rant and rave and throw water bottles around. Uh, but then he said, um, but the players don't need another emotional manager. Yeah, they don't need that yeah. from me. So I kept that inside and I kept that calm. And you just wonder if that is a Marsh dig. Oh, I was literally <laughs> going to say, do you reckon that shot's fired at Marsh? Yeah, probably so. I think so. it might be. I think, um, I can't remember who it was that shared a video of Marsh. You remember the whole brave tantrum that he did? Oh, they're, oh, they're scared. Yeah. They're, they're scared. Why, yeah. are they scared. Why are they scared? It, it, it was recorded by somebody far. behind the dugout on it. Yeah, yeah. Why are they scared? And it's just like... You know, thank fuck we're not under him anymore. But at Jesus least somebody Christ. somebody did actually say to him, That's your fucking job. You go Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a guy there's a guy near the, yeah. the camera person that says that's that's your team, that's your job to do that. Yeah, exactly. But it right. wasn't the fact that they were scared, it was just the fact that they just weren't up to scratch, were they? They were just crap in every and, aspect. You know, the coaching wasn't in any way. Yeah, well, there hardly was any coaching. It's, it's exactly. We've yeah. heard, we've heard that he hardly coached them. It was all fucking good vibes, and the, the fitness levels were absolutely terrible. And you know, it, it's a bit of a hard pill to swallow. In it, when when he was sat there and they were kind of digging out Bielsa for saying that they were overtrained and they sat on the other. From go, to go from one con, uh, complete contrast to the other, it's like what? How, how can you slag off a, a, a guy that had the, the the whole players, regardless of injuries, at the fittest they will ever be in their in their professional careers? To bring it on Weston McKenney, who looks like he's just eating five McDonald's before he's frigging started playing football. You know, it's just, it's just mad, isn't it? You know. Yeah, absolutely. Getting rid of sleep pods and doing all of that. You know, he root and branch systematically dismantled what Bielsa had built. And yeah. what you were actually looking for is, right, okay, is there anybody in this world that can take what we've got and improve it? Because mm. as fans, we were going, how are we, how are we going to get any better? How are we going to exactly, get any better yeah. without there just being significant investment in the squad, which Bielsa had already outlined? How are we going to get better? Now, I think um, mm. in terms of being better than we were, I don't think we've quite got there yet. But I do now have the confidence that they are actually doing the right things. You can see that the fitness is there. You can see that um, there's still, all right, we conceded a goal late on in the first half. But you can see them yeah. driving and, and, and running, running through the entire game. And to me, it looks like, you know, you look at the way that, um, Archie and, and um, uh, Ampadu and Kamara, the way that they play in midfield, they're running through walls for him. And yeah. I think that that's echoed around the entire side. And I, I, I think everybody's pulling for Farker. And, and um, that that is what we needed. And there's none of that infighting. There's none of this leadership group either, I don't yeah, think. Yeah. Now, yeah. I think that really worked for Rodrigo, but I don't think it worked overall for the squad. No. You're kind of um, making separate, sort of separate teams within a team, aren't you? Yeah, you know, there's, there's a clear divide there. Than anything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. 
Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think um, Parker's comments, he, he said the game should have been dead and married at half time. I think he was right. Um, you know, we spoke mm. about the rotomation and a couple of others, but um, it, it, we should have made that um, we should have made that domination uh, tell, and, and yeah, we didn't. I think so. uh, and it was a bit of a sucker punch, but I think it's credit to Farker and to the players for coming out and playing the second half, having conceded in that way. Because you're right, it can yeah. it's one of those that can go one of two ways. Um, but you know, again, we're in that position. Uh, so I went 3-1, and I did take a picture of the scoreboard because it said 3-1 on it, so I want my five yeah. points. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what I went. I can't um, remember what I said. It's on my other laptop, but I, have, I can have a look. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I think he the, the, just the last point to make is he's right that the goal difference should have been better. Um, you yeah. know, for me, we should have been 3-4-1 up um, going Maybe into so. that last 15 minutes, and it would have been a lot more... Calm, a lot less chaotic, mm. and and uh, I think that's only end, us. It? Yeah, but I think that's only us getting worried of. It's uh, there's only one, you know. They're not had much, but there's yeah. there's only one in it. I think with with, with that, um, like you said, we've had that much exposure to them kind of performances where you know even under Bielsa, when it starts going a little bit or getting a little bit airy towards the end of the the, the game, you kind of have that little bit of apprehension where you think, oh Christ. I can just sense that they're going to score or they'll shit house a goal or, you know, it's, it's it's one of them. But for the first time for a long time, I feel, I just feel confident with it in every single game, in every single situation. Like the defence, when we've got people attacking the defensive lines, I don't think, oh, well, this is going to be a goal because we can't defend for shit. You know, we've got such good, such a good band of players at the back now where I just think we're going to defend this and we'll do well here. And we usually end up absolutely fine. You know, they'll, they'll break down the play. The, the decision-making for me, like the decision-making under in, in the Premier League were just poor, under Marsh, under Gracia, under Allardyce. Um, you know, the, the, those little interchanges of play around defensively would leave you with your heart in your mouth more often than not. Whereas now it's just like, there are, there are times, I think, when it... It might have been Ampadu who played a ball across the box. He cut, like, kind of like cut inside and played a ball across the box. And I went, <laughs> but it was absolutely fine because on the other end of it were, I think, Archie Gray. And Archie Gray just, yeah. you know, whisked, whisked away and, and off he goes. You know, he's such a good player, man. I, I don't, I don't ever get, I don't ever get players' names on my shirts because I'm 37 years old and, you know, it's kind of a young, younger person sort of thing. No, but but I might, you've got clicks on a shirt. But I might, yeah, but it can wait shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't, I mean, I've got one with Pearl I want back as well. I've got an AC Milan one, so, but I mean, like, you know, lead shirts and stuff. I don't yeah. want to walk around with, with I that. Know, so, I but know. I think, I think, I think I might be tempted to. Again. <laughs> what for Gray? Yeah, I might be, you know, before he, before he, uh, he, he buggers off at summer. Some fucking comes <laughs> in for I actually had a conversation in, in stands with, with lads. I, you know when you know when Bellingham left Birmingham and they retired. They retired this year, and you, you kind of thought, how could you possibly think or have value a player so much, especially a young lad, that you would retire his shirt and you would basically bless him, you know, like bow down to him as this kind of fucking messiah at such a young age? I'm not saying that we will retire Archie Gray's shirt by any means, but. I, I now understand. Two weeks ago on the podcast, <laughs> I now understand. Do you know what I mean? I hold him in and, the and same regard what... as think fucking hell, this lad. This lad is going to yeah. go all the way. He's a special, special talent, and I, I, I totally appreciate 
don't appreciate the fact that they retired the shirt. I think that's a stupid notion. But <laughs> I understand that why that why they you know they felt they felt so special about him. And he, well, because he is just a fucking great player as well. And Jude Bellingham's just an absolute. Look at what he's doing. Yeah, I was just about to say that. You know, he's he's gone to Real Madrid and he's their best player. And I'd yeah. take some doing. And you've got Vinicius um, Junior there, who's arguably one of the best players in the world as well. He's just he's outperforming him, and he's 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 in he's in Bellingham's shadow, and you know, you know. Yeah, it's great for England. Um, but, uh, Massive future yeah. prospect. Yeah, so I, you know, I, I think but the weird thing is, it's not even like it were a random youth player type kind of shirt number. I think it was number seven, wasn't it? Imagine retiring. Wasn't it? One of your first eleven know, shirts. <laughs> I think yeah. so. Because we're so factual on this podcast, I'm going to try and check. Um, Bellingham. Oh, fact checking Yeah, no, but. It can't, they wouldn't have retired. A, I think look. it was. 22. Oh, no, it's not. 22. I'm right. 22. There you go. There we go. So that's why we fact check this shit because people that's say, it. oh, you talk fucking shit, you lot on there. I'm like, yeah, we do. <laughs> that's our vibe. We talk shit. And and that then there you go. But everyone keeps fucking listening to us. It's just, it's just mental. Someone um, someone bumped into me at the Peacock and called me Smithy yesterday. That was nice of them. Hang on, I, a I can't remember. That. Hang on a minute. What's actually Gray's number? When I want to say twenty. Twenty two. Is it twenty two? <laughs> Byron's twenty five, isn't it? Is he twenty two? I think so. <laughs> You can fact check that. Oh, don't be, think, don't be fucking thinking so. Come on now. Fucking hell, that's two in five minutes. You've no, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Two guys in comments have already agreed with me. Simon Curley. Is it 22? Sure thing. I'll actually get number 22. Right, retire it. There you go. Fuck it. I don't, I'm all for it. <laughs> we'll, uh, Just we'll hang on to me until Real Madrid are ready for him. <laughs> that's it. We'll have to write in to the board and say, listen, 22, you know, if you've got a decent prospect, uh, you know, that uh, a young lad at 22, Get it retired. That's the that's the done thing nowadays, Mister Chairman, Mister Parag. <laughs> um, so yeah, some some guy bumped into me and called me Smithy. Thank you for that. It expected me to know who he was. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I don't recognise who you are. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know my name, mate. And you listen to our pod like, throw me a fucking bone here. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, well, nice guy. He's probably watching this. So say hello. He's probably hey, that's what I'm saying. Nice guy. Give me a fist bump. Seemed like you were having a good time anyway. Um, this was just before I met up with you guys, but yeah, no, good game, uh, another win. Hopefully, okay. um, we're we, good game, good game. <laughs> we'll be losing a few players to international duty now. I think they've let Archie Gray go to England as well, haven't they? This time they have, they yeah, kept, yeah. He missed out on last him. one round because there were a question mark over his fitness, but he has gone. Yeah, so we'll be losing Kamara and a few others. But uh, but yeah, so a good a good opportunity for uh, for Fart to get the players in and get some training under his belt and uh, and whatever else needed. We're just getting better each week, aren't we? Yeah, we, we are. are. We are and, getting and, better you know, each week. He's instilling more of that that, that uh, getting his his point across, getting his ideas into him. And I think you know, um, this break is you know, there's been a couple of breaks, including this one. And I think it's it's yeah. well timed because it does give him additional time with the squad. Even though we, we lose some of them, um, and I think that I think the Norwich game is an important one because I think out of those that are in and around us at the moment, I think they're only two points behind us. I think that's an important one. Um, you know, we're, we're away playing them, and then we're away against Stoke, and then we've got Dog Bothers at home. That's next three Dog games, Bothers. and I think it's really important that we come off the international break and we get into that Norwich game and we steam into them right from the outset. Um, so. 
how did they, how did they get on yesterday? Um, did they win? Oh, now you're asking. Uh, now I'm asking you for a question. <laughs> um, uh, I can't remember. That's the, that's the one thing I didn't fucking check. We last. have Norwich 1, Coventry City 1. Quite yeah, a few surprising. Uh, well well. QPI got dicked 4 0 by Blackburn. Sunderland that's a, that's a 4 0 at home by Middlesbrough. And uh, yeah, good old um, Sam Greenwood Sam scoring against, yeah, Greenwood against Sunderland, scored, yeah. which is where he came from. That's his that's his club as well, isn't it? Like it's yeah. <laughs> can you imagine going mental like he did like you know against you against your boyhood club? That's great. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm all for that sort of shit housing, but it's kinda of weird because it's your club you've scored against and you're going med at med. Well Matt. that's it. But, and and you know, we mentioned about uh, just in the warm up before we came on, we mentioned about Preston who had been absolutely flying and have lost three out bounds, yeah. not holding far. Um it's an odd one that one, but they've <clears> been spanked by Ipswich, continued far against Ipswich. It's mad, isn't it? But you, I, I've said a few times, <clears throat> excuse me, I've said a few times, you know, there's been people on Leicester that basically said that they've got the, the league wrapped up and it's theirs, you know, you know, everyone else is playing for second. It only takes a little blip. We've seen it time and time again with good teams, ours especially, you know, our, our Christmas blips, you know, consecutive seasons under Bielsa when we are in the championship, where we were flying at the start and then had a blip and, you know, made it, made it bloody hard for ourselves. You look at Preston <clears throat> now and they've shit out. You know, yeah. and they were doing so so well, and and it just all it takes is that little blip, that little question about the, the you know, any, any, well any sort of aspect of their games gives you a little question mark over their uh, confidence going into stuff, and then and there you go, they end up starting losing games. It's going to happen to Leicester, and it will happen again yeah. to Ipswich. I mean, they've only lost one frigging game themselves. You know, Ipswich are a oh, brilliant team. We absolutely spanked them. Hey, eh? Alpha Leeds, that's the one. That's it. So t- every team is beatable. We can beat everyone. Although we will probably lose a few as well, and that's that's the thing. What people yeah. have to you know bear in mind that you know every, people will beat us, and we will have off days. You know, Southampton's a perfect example. Look, yeah, Southampton is a perfect example, and yet Rotherham went to theirs yesterday and got a, a draw. Yeah, you know, it, 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 is... it is an unpredictable league, and I think that that you know, and um, I think Leicester are quite heavily reliant on Vardy. I don't think we're very reliant on individuals anymore I think you know even Ampadu who's played so well and probably been my best player of the season so far even him we've got three midfielders we're not solely reliant on him being available now he's an important player to us I think Rodon's an important player to us as well yeah but we do have players for that position it's not like it's it's uh squares into round holes and stuff so it's that it's that um yeah, it's a squad game, especially in such a long season. It's a heavy season mm. in the championship, and it is a, it is a long season. I, and I, you know, Vardy's what thirty six, thirty seven. I cannot see him, and coming off the back of a couple of seasons where he's had injury patches, so I cannot see him being available all season. And he's so important yeah. to them that um, you know they, they will have a wobble. Everybody has a wobble. You know, those games over Christmas and New Year come thick and fast. I'm confident that um, there's going to be opportunities for other teams to take advantage of that. Um, yeah. and you're just hopeful that we're in and, in and around that mix yeah it'd be very very nice be. it'd be nice if it were if they're uh, if we could get a win against them and they kind of had a bit of a dip or a slump after that that would be that would be very very nice wouldn't it but it again would. you know there's there's a good chance you know we could do a leads and we can end up having another dip and you know it's it's one of them like you say but hopefully the cold weather will set in and uh, Jamie Vardy's old bones will start to ache and he won't make it through <laughs> the winter Maybe not die. <laughs> what maybe not die. <laughs> no, maybe not. Maybe not die. That might be a bit extreme. But if it could, uh, if it could injure himself, that'd be just nice. 
Thanks. I don't I don't think he qualifies um, for the winter allowance yet. <laughs> Been rocking it out with a halogen heater. <laughs> I'm just walking around with a heater blanket around him all the time. Um so yeah, plenty of good, good some good good fixtures coming up and like you say, we we've just gotta we've just gotta make our team performances count and that's all we got. If we just concentrate on ourselves, I think that that's the main thing. Trying not to I mean they always say though that these players they don't look at the table, but they do. They definitely do. <laughs> I know full well. I've asked, I've asked professionals that they do. You know, the cost they do. But it's that, you know, they, they have to have that public image. Oh, no, don't worry. We're not worried. We're not worried. Absolutely. Each game you see, at do, time. Yeah. Is it, do you do the same when you're down at frigging bottom at league? Oh, no, we're not worried. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bournemouth are in the shit. Great, isn't it? Aye. It's <laughs> fuck it, honestly. I mean, I don't. I mean, it's only Barmer for people. Say, oh, you're taking piss out of it. We're, we're a small club. Blah 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 blah. It's like, no, fuck off. You've set yourself up for, to to be, <laughs> yep. you know, fired at now. They've definitely. Oh, we're a Premier League team. You're not. I said, right, okay, that's absolutely fine. I quote tweeted um, one of their. I think it was their final result. You know, we've 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 been beaten. Blah blah three three nil or whatever it was for a bit. Ever. And I just quote tweeted a picture of Jaden Anthony scoring. <laughs> and it's honestly, I just, it's so, it's just so good. It's a shame that Everton seemed to be doing better. And I know Jack Harrison scored yesterday. I've not watched any highlights or anything from uh, from from Premier League or any other football. Actually, I've not seen anything. I might do it this morning. Uh, well, after this, I saw, I saw some highlights. I didn't see Everton one, but I saw the scrum. They brought on uh, that that Scotch fucker in the middle, um, Scott McTominay. 80, yeah, eighty-seven minutes. They brought him on in Scott. He's got he to scope. in his time. Uh, we've we've got a group and we've got a, a guy Gaz from from Glasgow and um and he keeps getting called Scotch and he says I'm not a whiskey. <laughs> he is <laughs> it, doesn't it? I'm not a fucking whiskey. Will you leave he me really alone. Is, Scotch is a drink. Tea is a drink. Scotch is a drink. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because we call. I mean, that's another one. That's another whole frigging. Is it a tea cake? Is it a bread roll argument? You know, do you have tea or dinner for you, for your last meal? Hey, <laughs> we're, 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 di- we're, di- we're digressing. Yeah, um, anything else? Anything else to talk about? Who's anything on the main else? show? This I think. Uh, did you not Tuesday? say that I was um, my host? I think it's that? me, you, and Luke, Luke on Tuesday. I believe. Sorry, we've not flicked through any um, comments this morning. Gilly was supposed to start some. Yeah, well, yeah, that's but he's, my he's fault, failed. Sorry. He's failed. It's a bit early on a Sunday. I need another coffee. It is, isn't it? It's only me and you that do early shows. For BNC, everyone else doesn't mean like frigging late morning, afternoon time. It's when they, whenever they can be asked to drag themselves out of bed. But uh, no, um, thanks everyone for joining us. Anyway, I'm going to go and watch some highlights. Probably not the EFL, maybe a little Premier League or whatever. I'll probably catch up with a couple of podcasts or whatever. Thanks you everyone for scone or scone. Ah, oh, here we go. No, 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 no. I think there's only one answer. There's only one answer because if you don't get it right, the joke doesn't work. What's the then. fastest cake in the world? Scone. Gone. <laughs> you can't say scone, can you? Oh, scone! It's a fucking scone. No, I think I think the southerners call them scones, don't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but don't get, don't get into which order you put your cream and your jam on. No, you we will. We will because you've decided to bring it up. Which order? Like everyone in comments quickly, because I was closing this off so very, very quickly. <laughs> because as as per usual, we've gone on a frigging tangent now. What order do you put if you're having a cream tea? What order do you put your jam and your cream on your skin? So I've got an actual <laughs> answer for you. Go on then. And the answer is it depends. Oh yeah. Because it, it depends on whether you're using butter or not. 
Because if you put in butter on it, you don't put cream on you butter. Have you butter as well. Jam. That's just that's just ridiculous. I mean, come on, it's a luxury item anyway. Butter, jam, cream. But if there's no butter, you put your cream and then your jam. There you go. You see. That's that's strange. I'm I'm very very in the uh, cream and jam only. I don't I don't sex it up with a little bit of butter. That's not me. Yeah, do you know that Americans don't put butter on the sandwiches? Do you know that they also don't have kettles? What? <laughs> they don't have kettles. What do you mean they don't have kettles? <laughs> they don't have kettles. What to boil water? They don't have kettles. Yeah. They just kettles. What? They How do they fucking? What do they put it on the stove? Yeah. Yeah. So their oh, their um their circuits must, are all so we're two hundred and forty switched that way, but their is theirs is hundred and ten. So they just kettles don't work right well, so they don't have them. <laughs> they all work. Are they all living on construction sites? One ten phase fucking flying around all over the place. <laughs> What's going on there? They don't have. Yeah, do they have toasters? Plans. They have oh, toasters and microwaves. Of course, they one. have microwaves. <laughs> I've seen that silly bitch making a frigging cup of tea from microwave. <laughs> yes. me, me, I mean, what's all that about? Anyway, yeah, that's why we're not going to go going going go into the whole American versus British. Oh, you, you see, see this little squeaky voicing? That is what he was like yesterday. <laughs> Sounds like Marge Simpson on fucking Ket. Oh, anyway, <coughs> oh, we're, we're digressing. Anyway, we've digressed again. But yeah, sorry to the Americans. We'll try not to take the piss out of your cuisine. But I, I, I once saw your, your gravy or your, what your version of gravy is, and it just completely turned my stomach. <laughs> anyway, again, thank you everyone for joining us or interacting with us in the comments. Myself, Gilly, and Luke will be back on Tuesday to discuss anything going forward. There is no uh, another Baradi and Coke end of the end of this week because it's international, so we've got Australia yeah. playing the Aussies. Um, so thanks well again. Yeah. So thanks for joining us, and we will see you all on Tuesday. Take it easy. Have a good weekend. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Legion United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at AutoKnowBetter with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi & Coke Aftermatch podcasts. We have three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.